Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm not going to lead you one way or the other. Yeah. I would think if you're drinking this beer, you're going to be very deliberate about it. You're on purpose. Correct. Most people will, were like you probably and be like, ooh, oysters. Ooh. No thanks. Inspired by the adventures of our nurses, therapists, and techs, A Beer with Atlas is the only healthcare traveling, craft beer drinking podcast. Each week, we'll open a few beers, talk about the brewery and the style of beer, and then dive into some research curated specifically for each episode. In the end, we hope each one sounds like a conversation you'd have with your friends while enjoying a few cold ones. Welcome to another episode of A Beer with Atlas. I'm Rich. I'm Brian. I'm Dolan. I am not excited for this. Hmm. How come? We've had some weird beers before. Sure. This one's made with oysters. Ooh. Oyster? Is that oyster? Oyster. Oyster. Yeah. Oysters. Oysters. Doylen. Doylen. Dolan makes fun of the way I say certain words. Well, as he should. Right. Yeah. Treasure. Treasure. Yes. Uh... What are the other theater? Was it theater? Theater. Theater. Yeah, it's theater. Theater. So oysters, oysters. Hen House Brewing Company, Sonoma, Sonoma, Sonoma California. That's wine country, baby. Uh, I guess mm. it's it's also oyster stout country. Ale brewed. Okay, figure this out. Hen House oyster, oyster stout, ale brewed with whole oysters. Yes, raw. <laughs> Raw. Well, yeah, they right? have to be. You don't cook them. You don't bread them and do then they, throw them in the pot. Do they cook in the boil? I'll tell you. <laughs> oh. I will tell you. Nice. Okay. <sighs> Let's open it, and I'll tell you what I know about the brewery, because yikes. Uh, <sighs> you know what? I'm going to tell you this before we even get into that. Okay. I've never had an oyster stout nope. for the same reason. Right. I was scared that when you poured that, it was just going to, like a bloop, big old <laughs> oyster was going to come out. Ooh. <laughs> Like like maybe some of the little bits you get in like an IPA, but little pieces of oyster. <laughs> There's floaties, but <laughs> floaties. Oyster little... shells. <laughs> oyster floaties. <laughs> Let's oh, hope not. Oh gosh. Okay. Henhouse Brewing Company is located at three two two Bellevue Ave in Santa Rosa, California. They are open noon thirty to eight, Monday through Sunday. Oh I, mm. pretty yeah, pretty standard. Monday hours. through Sunday. Monday through Sunday. Uh, about this beer, this was actually, this is on their untapped profile. Okay. So I wrote it down. We brew this beer in tribute to the waterways and ecosystems that have made this region of California so vital for so long. Whole oysters from Hog Island Oyster Company and a touch of sea salt imbue, I-M-B-U-E, imbue. Imbue, yeah. Imbue. That could, like, give flavor. Oh, give flavors of the sea. Well, duh. The calcium from the oysters brings out the chocolate and coffee notes from the California-grown malt from Admiral Maltings in Alameda. Mm. Says the same thing on a can, just a little bit of a different, oh. different wording. Yeah. Hmm. Mm. Okay, let's. Uh, I gotta say, I love the can. The can's great. The logo's great. The imaging is great. The <laughs> font is really cool. Mm-hmm. It looks like you. This would be a cool sign. You know what I mean? Oh, like a big sign? Po- yeah, yeah, or just a poster. Like yeah. this would be something that would be pretty cool. If especially if we had like a, a farmhouse. He's a very regal looking rooster. Uh they have birds, roosters on every can that I saw online. Huh. Hen house. Yes. Hmm. So it's which is funny because the rooster's not a hen, but 
He's in charge of the hen house, I guess. Oh boy, okay. It smells like Okay, a, it oh. smells like oyster. Yeah. Oh god. You you're getting the smell. I've yeah. never I've never had an oyster. Um, ever really no because you've never went to a place and like put some hot sauce on no it and... because it looks disgusting it, it's not it looks like a big old fat loogie yeah oh. it, it, it tastes like one too if yeah. you're eating them raw but smoked oysters mm. and i've talked about this before yeah, yeah. so what they call that rockefeller that's when you uh <laughs> what's that that's what oysters it was rockefeller Dolan and i were talking about it then that where you like hit it with the with the uh torch i don't know i oh. just know that's one of the ways you can have oysters i think yeah. oysters rockefeller I'm not sure, but I'm just talking about like, you know, you go to the canned meat aisle section. Mm. Yeah, and, and you get those canned oysters. And they get yeah. the canned oysters. Man, I grew up on those. You just throw them on some rice, maybe some kimchi, some soy sauce, whatever. It's mm. so good. I'm not necessarily a fan of putting cheese on anything that comes from the ocean. Like no, kimchi. No, kimchi. Oh, I thought you said cheese. Yeah. But some shredded do. Velveeta <laughs> on my oyster. You put some pepper jack on there. Yeah. They do have those. Those are mussels, but you, you see the cheese covered yeah. mussels. And, mm, and, sure. And mm. I love those, but mm. yeah. I just don't think cheese is natural on anything, on any kind of fish product. I, I agree. Mm. We had fish tacos the other night. And my wife got oh, shredded cheese out of the fridge. And no. I was like, get that away from me. No. You don't put that no. on a fish taco. No. Put some slaw on there. Slaw. Slaw. Something. Some yeah. lime. I had, mm-hmm. I had lemon juice. There you go. That okay, was good. that's fine, too. Yeah. All right, let's, let's give this a shot, and I'll give you some more brewery God. knowledge. It tastes like a stout. It's got salt. Yeah. I definitely get salt, which you don't normally get in a, in a stout. At the end, there's salt. It's unique. Briny. It's chocolatey. It is chocolatey. Yeah. Like, I will say that. It's not, I mean. The body is more like a porter to me. It's thinner like a porter, yeah. Yeah, but the salt really brings it out. It's chocolatey. It's almost earthy. It is definitely earthy. The oyster is is very, very faint. Good. I don't want to taste it. Like, like it's not. It smells more oystery than, than it, it tastes. tastes. Yeah. Here's what I'm going to tell you. Rich is going to say, you know what? That's not that bad. <laughs> <laughs> I'm fighting the gag reflex right now. Oh, oh no. no. <laughs> I thought he was going to say he liked it. I'm going to keep. I'm is it because the smell? Uh, is it in your brain? I like I like oysters, though. Like You do? Yeah. I've been to, I've been to New Orleans. You get the whole like, oh, yeah, plate dude. of them, right? You put some I've hot sauce that. on yeah. them, and you go to town, and it's... So what's the deal with it in a beer? You just I don't know. It's just not I think for I'm you. psyching myself out. See, I've never had a raw oyster. I've had cooked. Yeah. Or like fried. I've had that, but never uh, never raw. I think I'm psyching myself out. You know. <laughs> I don't know. It's Dolan's gonna do it. You know what? It, it it's not that bad. <laughs> I agree. It, it really isn't. It's super unique and I've never yeah. had anything like it ever. I think unique is a very yeah. Good way to explain it. This is like one of their house beers. So people mm. like go in and order this on a regular basis? Oh, yeah. This is like one of their standard beers, I think. Californians are weird. It's it's kind of weird because it's it's almost like they put the ocean in a in a style. Yeah, and that's yeah. what they say. It's it's like the smell that you get when you're walking on a beach. Like mm. that's somehow incorporated into the stout, and I'm kind of here for it. Mm. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Uh, Hen House, founded in 2011 by Scott Goyne, G-O-Y-N-E, G-O-Y. So it's like Cone, Wayne Coyne. Coyne, Goyne. From Oklahoma, but. 
from the Flaming Lips. Sounds Maybe like his last name. <laughs> Colin McDonald and Shane Gopel, G-O-E-P-E-L. Gopel? Gepel? Geipel? Geipel? Like Hypel? Maybe. Okay. Uh, Scott was a home brewer, and then uh, he realized, you know, this is way more than a hobby. Hmm. So uh, he kind of he, he kind of let that trail off for a bit. Okay. Uh, maybe a little too much. Became a certified herbalist for a while. As you do in California. <laughs> yep. I guess. Uh, <laughs> then he taught essential oil distillation. Dist- dist- distillation? Yeah. Uh, in Morocco and Vietnam. So he was Whoa. distilling essential this oils. This dude is like, he's worldly. I'm going to say that. <laughs> and this comes back to one of his other partners, so hang on. Okay. Shane comes from the music world. Oh. Okay. Okay. Uh, he toured nationally with two different bands. Couldn't find the bands. Just toured nationally with two different uh, bands. So it was Dolan. Yeah, yeah, I toured nationally, and it, I mean, well, you did. Yeah, yeah, with one band, right? With one band. Yeah, we're so. waiting on the second world tour. It's coming. Yeah. It's coming. It's coming. Uh, he was a drummer. He also booked shows for them. Um, when he wasn't on the road, he'd like to make beer on Scott's essential oil distillation equipment. Hmm. So he would use that huh. equipment to make beer. I've never heard of that. I haven't either. Well, I wonder I've if it's just homebrew kit that he figured out how to make essential oils out of. I guess. I, I don't, I don't know. know. I'm to ask somebody about that. Look, I've never heard of an oyster stout until we ran across these guys. So. California, man. There you go. Wow. Yeah, I mean, there's a lot. I mean, just there's, there's a lot I, to unpack. <laughs> Holy crow. <laughs> right. Uh, Colin. So the last guy, Colin, was uh, he went to school at Bradley University in Peoria, Illinois. So okay. not, he was he's, born he's in California. Tra- okay. Yeah. Uh, ended up in Peoria for a while. Won a national championship on their speech team. Oh, I thought you were going to say like basketball. No, mm. no speech. Okay. Now Bradley. Well, they're, Bradley's a. He's an orator. Yeah. Okay. Uh, he worked for a bit in communications, and he got into brewing because there's no money to be made in communications. I guess. I Probably don't know. not in brewing either. Mm. Uh, well, true. <laughs> uh, he worked at five different Bay Area brewers before coming before getting together with uh, with uh, Scott and uh, Shane. So, okay. wow. 2018, they uh, they had an investment of 4.5 million dollars for a new expansion, uh, boosting their employee count to over 90, which I thought was kind of That's interesting. That's a lot. That's a lot of employees. Yeah. Uh, that expansion increased their capacity from 10,000 barrels to 40,000 barrels a year. Dang. <laughs> so they're not they're not small potatoes. From what all. I can tell, you I don't think you can get this outside of California. I could not find distribution. There How did we get this? Uh, a friend of mine in Texas ran across it. Nice. So the same guy that got us the uh, Steve Austin and uh, uh, oh, Smith. Yeah. Oh, okay. Uh, Tony Gwenbeer sent me this. So this is a good friend to have. Friend of mine who, uh, yeah, maybe works for a different agency that maybe isn't so friendly. Sometimes, oh, but he so, is. But he's very friendly, and uh, we share beers. Nice. So there you go. Yeah. Here's <sighs> what I know. In California, they are still locked down tight. COVID yeah. restrictions. Yeah. So you can have your beers delivered to you if you're in California. Call a brewery, get online, Mm -hmm. they'll ship them to you. They'll ship them to you? Problem is, you got to buy a case. And it's case, a tall boy can, so you're talking 24 pint cans, right? Okay. Mm -hmm. Here's what I wrote down. This is the pricing. For this one beer they call Grain Bravy. So it's like brain gravy. Uh (laughs) Grain Bravy. That's a double IPA. That's 145 bucks a case for 24 cases. Wow. Yeah. But it's a double IPA, so you're probably talking 7.8 to 10%. It'll yeah. do the job, yeah. Uh, Mattress Mafia. <laughs> That's an IPA. It was Dolan's nickname in college. It was. <laughs> uh, $109. Eh, okay. Best Life 
blonde ale, $97 a case. It's a blonde. It's and their Saison is $97 as well. Just called Saison. Hen House Saison. Okay. Hmm. okay. Um, I didn't see the pricing for this specific beer, um, but on their website, I try to, when I do check them out, I always stay away from like, here's our story and here's our everything. I just go like, let me see the merchandise. Mm-hmm. Let me see the cans. How much does it cost? Can I get it here? That's usually what I do for research. Yep. So this one is 4.8%, if we didn't say that before. Um, you mentioned earlier the Hog Island Oyster Company. Yep. That's yeah. just north of the Golden Gate Bridge. So oh. San Francisco Bay Area. Uh-huh. Um, this beer, I wrote this with asterisks, contains shellfish. Right? Yeah. It's right oh. on there. Boom. So if you're allergic. You better know that ahead of time. Don't be drinking this. It also says uh, on the can, check the date. Check the date. Check the date. You want to make sure it's, I guess, fresh because yeah. it's got shellfish. You don't want it to be a shelfie of shellfish. You don't want it to be a fishy stout, right? Oh, that would be. Check the date, Dolan. What's it say? Um, see how my boy did. Let's... Uh, eight five of twenty. Eh, it's a stout, so August. I think we're 5th? okay. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Um, wow, yeah. I I wonder if that that oyster company. Do you know? Are they like? Do they farm them, or do they have a license to get them, you know, fresh out of out of the waters? I don't know. It's That's interesting. I do. Oh, no, nice. I know this. Mm. Hog Island. It's roughly two acres. That's it. How big of uh, acreage you got? How much? Two acres. There you go. Yeah. So this island is as big as your yard. That's it. Yes. Wow. It's in Marin County, California. So that's Sonoma area. It's wine country, northern-ish California. Um, guess how they got the name Hog Island? <laughs> there were wild boars. On There's the... pigs involved. On oh. the little tiny island? In the 1870s, there was a barge coming down from northern California down to southern California. Mm-hmm. And it caught on fire. The barge did? Yes. Okay. And they're like, oh, God, we got we to gotta save these pigs. This is all the money we got, right? Okay. So they put the pigs, they grounded the boat. And they put them on this island. Well, the pigs escaped. <laughs> and they oh, ran no. around the island. But since it was only two acres or maybe maybe a little bit more at that point in time, they did catch them. Yes. So for a while there, that was Hog Island because uh, the hogs were there on this They were just going around. Yes. I thought they just said, eh, let them go. Nope. They what? went and got them and took them back to market. Okay. That maybe it was just cheaper than building a fence. <laughs> so, <laughs> right. It's natural. And it's just a... It, I looked it up. There was a picture on Wikipedia, and it looks like what you would think of a sandbar in the Platte River. Uh-huh. That's basically what this Hog Island is. It has a few trees in it. Uh, it's super small, and I was just like, wow, this... And there's like its own Wikipedia page, which blew my mind. I, I can tell you, two hmm. acres is not very big. No. It's not. Um, the San Andreas Fault runs right through this area, and oh. they say there's a legend. It was like a Native American legend back then. Um, there's also an island that's nearby that's called Duck Island. <laughs> same same. Be- well, concept. there was a barge full of duck. No, <laughs> there's just ducks there. But um, they sometimes they call it Piglet Island because it's smaller than Hog Island, right? Mm-hmm. And they say that this earthquake that happened in 1906, the big San Francisco earthquake, mm-hmm. split the island, just broke it in half, mm-hmm. and then it floated off. But there's one like one way, one with the other. Yes, but okay. there's like I guess land deeds and newspaper stories and stuff from the 1880s that say that no, this is those have always been two separate things. That's just some like wives old wives tale about mm. how that happened. 
but that's what it is. They are like a oyster fishery. Um, okay. There's a lot of oysters in this area. Mm-hmm. Um, that salt water, the sea brine stuff that we're talking about in this beer is very um, important to this area. And that's one of the reasons that I guess the oysters are so good. The water is very conducive to this stuff. Hmm. Uh, and it's far enough away from like big time cities that the water is still pretty good, especially for California, I guess. So hmm. that's what I know. There's not a lot to know about Hog Island because it's, it's not very so big. small. It's not very big. Oyster stout, dark, semi-sweet, usually brewed using oyster shells. So that was a thing that happened, like, must have been around since the 1700s. Oh, yeah. But what they would do is they would crush up the shells from the oysters. They're usually in, like, seaport towns that would have these beers, right, okay. where you're going to have oyster shells. Yeah. And they would throw them into the beer because that calcium that's in there pulls all the sediment and all the nastiness stuff together. And then they're able to take it out and it basically clarifies beer. So that's the reason it's in there. Oh. And it gives a little bit of that salty, earthy flavor. That's yeah. why the shells are there. So it almost acts like a charcoal filter? Kind of, kind yeah. Of it's like a okay. natural uh, way to clear beers, you know, 200 oh. years ago. So oh. that's why they were used. Okay. It's in the same category now. We would consider it in the same as milk stouts or cream stouts. In the early 1900s in England, you'd go to a bar and there would be a stout or a porter, they call it a stout, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, and oysters. That would be their special. So you'd go after work and this would be this you get a plate of oysters and a stout. And those flavors work together enough that sometimes they, you know, put them in there. Or whatever. I got to tell you, these are not my people. There's a Guinness ad. <laughs> so in 1902, I found in a, in a newspaper, there was a Guinness ad that just said, Guinness and oysters are good for you. Wow. And they made an, an oyster stout for quite a while. Guinness did? But it was just the shells, right? Okay. Um, and it was specifically just to clarify the beer. That was the reason they did it. Um, there's a thing that's also used, and this I don't know if this is a technical term, but isinglass. Have you ever heard that word? No. So some breweries will use that to also capture particles and clarify the beer. And those are fish bladders. So sometimes hmm. you're, maybe you're drinking a beer that's got, would you rather have oyster or fish bladder? <laughs> I don't know. Um, but now if you're using oysters or you see oyster stout, mostly it's for the flavor profile changes that it makes. It's not so much to clarify because there's, you know, chemistry involved with that nowadays. Mm-hmm. Um, so if you're seeing the oyster um, on the label or whatever, it's to impact flavor or just the style of beer. It's not to actually do anything to the beer like it used to do. Imbue? Imbue? Imbue, yes. Um, Full oysters added to the boil. So at that time, that's when they dump them in there, right? Yeah. To get that briny flavor. Um, The first time I could find in history that they added the whole oyster and not just the shell or some liquid was in New Zealand in 1929. Hmm. So that's a hundred years now, I guess. Okay. but that was just something they had hanging out, laying around, and they said, let's throw it in here and see what happens. Sure. Um, other ones that are out there that I could find um, that maybe other people can find, uh, Flying Dog, you ever heard of that brewery? I have. They have one that's called Pearl Necklace. <laughs> <laughs> Great ZZ Top song as well. Yeah. Enter it here. Bloop. Uh, 5.5%. Then there's 21st Amendment. That's a San Francisco brewery heard that I've been to, 
best watermelon beer of my life. Wow. Watermelon wheat. And it comes with a slice of watermelon on the glass. Oh. Plop. Uh. That was pretty good stuff. Interesting. They have one called Marooned on Hog Island. Well, there you go. So if you're marooned, you want a beer. But this one, 7.9%. So almost double the ABV on this one. And then there's one called Porterhouse. So Porterhouse Brewing's Oyster Stout. So the only places I've seen these has been West Coast, and then sometimes up in like Massachusetts I've seen a couple. Mm. But there ain't nobody in Nebraska brewing an Oyster Stout. Mm. And that's, you know, I guess because we don't have them. I don't care how quickly Absolutely Fresh can get, which is our local Mm -hmm. like fish guy place, the, how, how quickly they can get it, it's too, it's it's not quick enough. Too fishy for yep. you. Yeah. Shellfish. Yeah. Yeah. What, what is it? What, what, what are we talking about okay. here? Shellfish. Here's the definition of what I wrote down. It's a colloquial. That's a big word. That is. After a couple of beers. <laughs> colloquial term for exoskeletal aquatic Invertebrates. Holy smokes. Wow. I made it. That was one take. Wow. Including mollusks, crustaceans, and oh boy. Echneoderms. Echneoderms. Here we go. Okay. Dolan wants to know what that is. Yeah. Things like starfish. Huh. Sea urchins. Sand dollars and sea cucumbers. Mm. Those are shellfish. That technically is a shellfish. Mm. Huh. Crustacean is in the family. We know what those are mostly, but yeah. if you don't, there's crabs. Lobsters, shrimps, prawns, krill, wood lice, and barnacles. So a barnacle is a shellfish. Huh. Those are usually grown on the side of the boat. Yep. And mollusks, we know what those are basically, but um, there's 85,000 different kinds of mollusks in the ocean. Yeah. So a ton. Shellfish are basically not fish. So it says shellfish, but they're not. (laughs) None of them are fish. And they're super low on the food chain. So they're like the bugs of the ocean, if you uh, want to think of it that way. Yeah. Sure. Um, that's one of the reasons that historically they have been uh, ixnayed by some certain religions. Like you can't eat shellfish, right? Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. So the Jewish traditions, um, Seventh-day Adventists, mm-hmm. and then some Muslim um, sets, shellfish is off the table. You cannot have it because it's like the bottom of the bottom. So mm. it's eating the bottom of the ocean. It's trash animal or whatever and we don't do it same reason for pig and things trash tastes pretty good Mm. crabs and i think so too Mm. so my introduction to any like shellfish stuff is the via cajun food yeah Mm -hmm. so every year i'd go to mardi gras we'd stay with like real legit cajun folks and have like crawfish boils Mm. and shrimp and crab blue crab and that sort of stuff not around here too often. There's maybe a couple different Cajun places in Omaha. You know, there's hundreds and hundreds of restaurants, and there's probably like three <laughs> places that yeah. would, you could get, you know, like crawfish or something. Like real Cajun food. Like the real deal mm-hmm. stuff, yeah. Mm. So we make it at home quite a bit. But that's where I, I've not, I didn't have the upgrading that, that Dolan had, and he got to try all these things when he was a kid. So I came to it later in Do life. you like the crawfish? I love it. Really? Oh. I love crawfish too. I love pulling it. I'm not a mm-hmm. head sucker. Okay. Some people are to get that brain. Like I'm, I'm not a. I'm, I'm kind of a head sucker. No. <laughs> I'm a. Yeah. I mean, I can. I will. But uh-huh. um, they used to sell at Hy-Vee. They don't do it anymore. But they used to sell just frozen crawfish tails. Yeah. Ooh. That was like thirty bucks a pound. Ooh. But dang. So it was like that was our special occasion. Like New Year's Eve, we'd make um, like an etouffee 
or uh, jambalaya, and we mm. actually put in crawfish. Oh, God, it's so good. Oh. So good. It, it always tastes like dirt to me, though. Mm, it's I don't just know. the earthiness of it. I guess. That's probably this, what I'm getting the earthiness of this in this beer. But. I like I like lobsters. I like crab. I just could mm-hmm. never, ever do the crawfish. Though. I'm not a lobster guy. I don't I, like it. I was going to say, you know, Too as sweet. much as like lobster is presented as this high-end, uh-huh. you know, thing, I haven't had a lobster that's made me go like... I want this again. Oh. Like I'll stick to my crab legs. The only time I ever had it that I was like that was in Jamaica. Oh, and really? it wasn't like the normal lobster, you know, like what we see, like get red lobster or whatever, Atlantic. Yeah, yeah. It was the way smaller, you know, hmm. warm water lobster huh. and was amazing. I'll tell you, though, I could eat my weight in shrimp, though. Oh, yeah. Shrimp's good. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Whenever we have family gatherings and you have the, the shrimp platters mm-hmm. with, the, with the cocktail sauce. Yeah. I'll just stand there. Talk and, and just, just top and go. pop. Mm-hmm. Yeah, scoop in the cocktail sauce. Yeah. All right, here's where I'm at with this beer. Okay, I finished it. I'm well. It wasn't yeah. a very big pour, I will say, but you did finish it. That's <laughs> now good. I finished it. <laughs> I don't want any more. Oh, I do. However, there's more here. Yeah. It that almost got tastes spicy to me. A little, a little bit. Is that weird? What's that from? I don't know. The, like the, the the chocolate part, like with maybe the, with the malt. It's almost maybe? like a bitterness, and it's almost like when you eat a pepper. It has that effect on my throat right now. It, like, uh, it's just there. I, I, I get that, and like, yeah, maybe like when you breathe out mm-hmm. that after. Maybe it's just the yeah. It might just be that roasted chocolate. Maybe. Yeah, I don't know. I, I yeah, I don't. I I don't think I would want more. However. Yeah. I finished it and it was it was fine. It was drinkable. It was drinkable. Yeah. I would. It I would is not buy my this. jam. I would buy this. Yeah. Yeah. I, it would. It would be in my fridge for sure. There's a little bit more. As the beer journey Loop. goes, though, you got to try it. You have to try it. Well, when it's presented to you, you have to. Right. I mean, I've <laughs> I've never had, like I said, one of these oysters. Just not been around. So. When he said, "Here, I got I got something for you. You get you got to do this." Yeah. I'm like, all right. This fine. is kind of what this show has been built on. Things yes. like this. Yeah. That's I mean, fine. there's only so many IPAs we can try, right? Yeah. I mean, yeah. I would try more. I mean, they would get boring, but so, yes. So when they put the oyster in the boil, uh huh, it does actually boil, like cook the oyster. Yeah. yeah. I so do they? So I would they, assume they siphon them out, or when they pump it out, it, they have a screen, kind of like a sift, you know? Yeah. Mm-hmm. So because like you would do with like hops or hop pellets or whatever. I'm wondering if you can reuse those oysters. See, I like see where cooked. Dolan's going with this. He wants like, to make a soup. Can you, yeah, yeah. can you throw them in a, a stew? Can you... I would assume, why not? L- like, I feel like if the brewery's doing that, they might serve it on the side. Yeah. You're the cooking them, yeah. What if you fry, and then you just took it to the fryer? Oh. Yeah. Beer fried, beer battered <laughs> oysters? They're like nachos? Yeah. Double beer. Oysters? Mm, I don't know. Mm. Oh, I, here's one little last thing about shellfish I had left in my notes. One percent of the population is allergic to shellfish, huh. so only one percent. I thought it would be higher than that. Yeah, with all the warnings and stuff. I yeah, thought. right. But yeah, I guess. But still, one percent is a lot of people. That is, when that you think is, of it that way. Yes. Yeah. Uh, I actually used to work with a uh, uh, with a lady who was allergic to shellfish to the point where she couldn't even smell it. If she smelled it, she would instantly like break pop out. Up. And yeah, stuff? break out. Oh, wow. Clo- throat would close up. Yeah, it's like a legit out. It's not like, oh, I got an itch. It's no. like, I might die. You could uh, die. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like like peanut allergies. Yeah. Are, yeah. Wow. It's weird how th- those have gotten more and more prevalent. Like when we were kids, when there was no label or warning at like the school, like no. this stuff was, 
you, they were giving you peanut butter sandwiches even if you didn't want one. They'd right. shove it in your mouth. Yeah, just eat it. You're yeah. fine. Then so, go to then go to gym. That's right. And run. <laughs> Ooh, sorry. This is organic, non-peanut peanut butter, sun butter. We ain't doing that. Get I love here. sun butter though. <laughs> come on, come on. <laughs> Look at this. Come on. <laughs> I don't know. What do you think? What's the rating on this bad boy? Uh, Where well, are we at? Let's go TripAdvisor first. Okay, let's do that. Okay. TripAdvisor, 4.5 out of 23 views. Not a ton. Yeah. I, I'm thinking if you're going to Sonoma, you're not going to go to the brewery. You're, you're going for the wine. wine. Yeah. Right. You're drinking wine. Now, maybe it's, okay, it's your wife wants to go drink wine, so you drag her to a, yeah. a brewery or two, and yeah. this could be along the way. That'd be fun. Uh, here's, here's the review, and I picked this one specifically for you, Brian. Oh, okay. If you like IPAs and hops, you will most definitely like Hen House. You will most definitely enjoy Hen House. Mm, okay. This was highly recommended to us by several locals, so we stopped by. Of the two of us, one who loves IPAs, liked this place a lot. The other one, like dark beers, would have skipped it. So if you mm. like dark beers, hmm. don't go here. Unless which you is like weird, oyster stouts. Unless you like oyster stouts, yeah. Or that churro stout. They have a very <laughs> wide variety of IPAs with different styles and flavors, uh, not much a smaller variety of other beers. The service was friendly. It was within walking distance of Lagunitas, a distillery, and 101 North Brewing. So you can easily make a tour for people who have different tastes. Hmm. So you can walk to Lagunitas from here. Or stumble, crawl, uh, roll. Whatever you got to do. Yeah. <laughs> Uber. Yeah. I really, I mean, it has, it's starting to finally hit me. Like, I'm, I'm, Miss going to places mm. and trying new beers. Yeah. Right. Like every time I go on a trip, half the trip at least is around how many breweries can I go to? Right. Dude, I don't go anywhere. <sighs> I haven't been any place. I haven't been to any breweries. In, I'm kind of, I'm starting to finally miss it. In the limited uh, time that we've gone to different places or whatever, especially in Colorado, uh, I try to, I try to nudge Jenny in the direction of places that have good local beer selections. Mm-hmm. Right, so I can try to fill that. I can itch that scratch with some with, with that selection there. Right, with yeah. that type of thing. So, untapped five thousand fifty one check ins. That's quite a few, I guess. You, I, I would think. Mm. I'm, I'm not going to lead you one way or the other. Yeah. I would think if you're drinking this beer, you're going to be very deliberate about it. You're on purpose. Correct. Most people will were like you probably and be like, "Ooh, oysters." Ooh, no thanks. However, if I saw this on the menu, I would definitely order it no matter what. I would after today. Mm-hmm. Yeah. What do you think? Dolan, what do you think? You said how many check-ins? 5,051. 5,051. Um, I'm going to go... I'm going to go 3.82. Mm-hmm. 3.73. 3.73. Wow. Is it really? Yes. Oh, ding, ding, ding. Only ding, the ding. second time. Woo. Beep, 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 beep. <laughs> <laughs> you didn't even have mm. to put in any kind of uh, <laughs> any kind of sound effects. Yeah, three point seven three. Nice. Look at that. Dang. Unbelievable. <laughs> Who would thought I would ever guess you would oyster nail beer? the oyster? Yeah. Beer. yeah, not me. I wish I could remember the other one that you nailed. I can't remember. Yeah, that there, one. there was actually uh, one or two other ones that you. We've got. been close. I've yeah. only gotten one. Don't on dot. That's true. Yeah. Oh, just yeah. one. Yeah. Yeah. There you go. So, oh boy. So if you're in Sonoma and you're not into wine. But you yeah. like seafood. Here you go. Check it out, I guess. I guess. Yeah. Or if you're uh, into like uh, rooster decor, <laughs> check out their their art. 
If Very anybody's cool. ever there and you can get like a tin tacker sign, like you get one of the signs with this rooster on it, I will gladly reimburse you for this if you send it to me because that's fantastic. It is pretty cool. And they're all, the one I was talking about earlier where it said like grain bravy or whatever. Yes. Mm-hmm. It was as a rooster with like psychedelic sunglasses on his face. <laughs> I was like, oh yeah, I like this. That's awesome. Yeah, if you're if you're into pigs, go to go to Hog Island. Go to Hog Island. Yeah, yeah. You can walk around it in a few minutes. <laughs> All right, fellas, we're not going anywhere for a while. Let's have another beer. Thank you for listening to A Beer with Atlas. Special thanks to our brand team for producing the show. Each episode of A Beer with Atlas is powered by Atlas Medstaff, an industry leader in travel healthcare staffing. <laughs>